guest uh pj st nicholas here oh, nice. yeah so uh you want to go ahead and uh no, it's, I, I haven't heard the podcast yet <laughs> yeah yeah no this is uh man honestly um for me the, the research that i've been doing um just reaffirmed everything that i that i that i've been looking into and, and what i felt as a kid you know what i mean what i felt as a kid and and this is when I started, when I, and, and I guess, I was, I mean, I was, uh, this is probably like six or seven years ago, but I, w- I came to UOG, it was my first, it was my first year, and um, I took the Agriculture uh, 101 with uh, the real Joe Cruz, <laughs> right? So, um, and he inspired me, uh, I just, and, and just naturally, my heart just sunk into agriculture, and um and so, and why naturally for me, it was because, and at the time, and I always tell this when I'm talking about this story, my, my beginning is, um, at the time it was like, I heard on the news that Matson was going to be the only um, shipping company at the time or something like that. We were just had one or two, and I don't know how it is now exactly, but I'm sure it's, we only have one or two or three shipping companies. And, um, and I was like, man, what if... You know, we, we import 90% of our food. What if a shipping company, you know, what if a ship sinks, simply? Or what if, what if they go on strike over at the dock in, you know, Hawaii, New York, or California, or wherever they're coming from? We're screwed, you know what I mean? Or at least, at least for six months we are, right? And what can happen then? So I was just like, we need to grow our own food. And at the time, I believed in the concept of independence, right? And and I know in the past podcasts we've talked about um, talking precisely um, with pre- a- accuracy and precision. So I, I believed in the concept of, of independence. I, I Everyone's done it. Why can't we? Um, we should make our own decisions. What are those decisions? I had no idea at the time. But now, with, with everybody, all the inspiration of... Um, through all of our artists, actually. And it seems that all of our artists are, are heading this uh, independence task force, which is, which is mind-blowing, pretty much, because... Renaissance, man. Yeah, I mean, just reliving a, a past again, you know what I mean? That um, we're all here with all our talents on the side fighting for independence. And... Um, um, that, that I didn't expect that, so... Um, what I'm saying is, uh, yeah, we needed to grow our own food. I didn't really know what was going on. But now, through, through all my research, I believe in the reality of independence. And, and the reality of independence, I see it. You know what I mean? And, um, and whether it's that's, that is the reality, I, I do have an imagination. And, and precisely one of the lines that, I, that I've actually um, kind of, I, I've been learning over and over throughout my life, and, and again, just within these past few days, is that precisely 
anything can happen to us or anything can happen, but everything can happen, right? And it sounds the same, but it's totally different Mm -hmm. because anything can happen to us, but everything that we can imagine can happen for us. You know what I mean? So, so just, um, just working these numbers with, um, water, which is the basis of life, um, is, is, is another mind blowing, um, fact that I, that I've been able to accumulate. And, um, it's, it's, and you know, really we always think about the concept of independence and, um, and it's so, it's such a vast topic that your mind can go in any which way. And here we are talking about all of our different angles and trying to put one puzzle piece together. Like, also, too, all of our worries come into this, to this concept of independence. But what I've tried to do and what I see more and more is that instead of thinking of all the things about independence or all the things of a certain topic, what is the simplest solutions for the question, right? And then, and then if, what are the simplest solutions? And then, and then what, what questions did I need to answer for those simple solutions? So what I, what I pretty much came up with is, if you can give me a better way to get water, because we use water every day, and if you can get me a better way to use power because we use power every day. And if you can get me food, right, better than now, then, and if you can get me shelter, better than now, whether it be paying rent, or what if, what if I said that we wouldn't pay rent anymore? Would you be interested? Everyone that's paying rent, <laughs> right? Would, what if I said you wouldn't have to pay for food anymore? You wouldn't have to pay for water. That's a crazy imagination. but. What if I said you can pay half of what you pay right now? It's still, it sounds more realistic, doesn't sound as good, of course, but I bet you you would think about it because it's half of everything. And when I, when I found the first thing that I, that I researched, um, my Mali Lola actually came to me and um, asked me to talk about water if I knew any information that would be helpful. And, and, and initially it was that. Do, do, I, do I know enough about water? And I said, I know tons about water. <laughs> um, so she was like, okay, what do you know about water? And, and then I was like, what do I know about water? And I started to think about it in a vast way, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I know nothing about water. <laughs> so I, I said, what, what are the simplest things that we need to know about water? And it was... How much water do we use every year? Uh, that is 20 billion, 20 billion gallons. So if there was a way to make it cheaper for, to get that 20 billion gallons, what way would it be, right? And that's water catchment. Um, a place that is very similar to Guam, Thailand, and not, I'm not saying all of Thailand, because Thailand is huge, but there's a place, I believe should be 13 degrees, if I'm not mistaken, I didn't. But um, that place in Thailand is practically exactly like Guam, right? Um, 
six months of dry and six months of wet, about anywhere from seven to 10 to 12 feet of rain. We get nine. So they use the rainwater that are caught in clay cisterns for everything, drinking, cooking, um, flushing toilets, or whatever way that their plumbing system works, um, gardening, everything, washing the car, washing the carabao, I don't know what they do. But they use 100% of their water for, um, of rain catchment water for their use, and they use it all year long. So that, it's not, it's not imagination. It's, it's a fact already. Um, and the fact is that 40% of Thailand uses the same, or 100% of their water rain catchment. And how much is 40% of Thailand? That's 27 million people. So it's not even like conceptually um, impossible for a whole people to do it because 27 million people, that's like 100,000 guams. I don't even know what that is. But it's, it does it, you know what I mean? And it works. It's proven. So how much water can Guam catch? That's, that's the thing that I, that I had to see. 212 square miles, right? Um, give or take. Um, nine feet of rain, right? The fact is you have to convert everything to the same metric system, if, that, if you can follow me here, is that you can't multiply miles and, and feet. So I turned everything to inches, and that's, it's a huge number. 212 square miles um, with nine feet of rain ends up coming up to 365 billion gallons of water. And we use 20. Sorry, can you say that one more time? I just want you to, uh, to emphasize that. How much rain are we getting? Um, so you have to, again, you have to convert everything to inches. So like... 212 square miles is 851 billion square inches, right? And then nine feet is nine uh, is around 99 inches of rain, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, I just have it in inches, right, yeah. on my uh, on my notes. But so 851 billion square inches, the island, and then times that by the 99 inches of rain that we get every year, you get 84 trillion cubic inches and 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 so this is the thing square inches plus another inches is cubic inches which is volume yeah which is gallons 84 trillion gallons uh 84 trillion cubic inches cubic inches that's 365 billion gallons 365 billion gallons yeah and you you said previously that guam only uses 20 20, billion 20 billion yes man um 20 guams we get 20 guams or something like that. So, but is it is it conceivable? No, is, let's is it, do it. Is yeah. it conceivable to, to how would we catch all of that water? Like, would we how how do you catch all that water? And this is and this is the thing again, um, and it's mind blowing. So, um, going back to what I was trying to do in my research is that is Guam's max max capacity. So I found it, right. It's, it's been out there this whole time, but we just, we're just not looking precisely and accurately. Mm-hmm. And um, it's impossible to catch 100%. Mm-hmm. 
Right. You would never catch 100%. Right. Like, so, I just imagined a giant, like, yeah. bowl over the whole island. Yeah, yeah. And it's, that is possible. <laughs> <laughs> but and it would have shade. Yeah, and, and hey, we, what, if, what if it was like a, a nice, okay. nice clear plexiglass, yeah. something that, that oh. keeps the heat out and, and rains when we want it to, exactly <laughs> when we want it to, and like, it's not, it's totally sustainable <laughs> and not. <clears throat> creating a detriment to the, another part of the world and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and everything like that. But you know what I mean? Um, hey, let's shoot for it. Let's try it out. Let's let's talk about it. Let's let's get some professionals in because I have no idea if that's ever going to be possible. But um, Is there anything else we can do with the water besides lower our, our, our water bills? So that's where, that's where getting deeper into the conversation with myself... Um, <laughs> um, I realized that if we just catch water, we can we can actually create our first export. We could bottle and sell water. We can bottle and sell water and at okay, so and this is this is what I've been coming up with is that people buy gas, right? At a retail price, right? So we get it at 385 here, but if you bought a thousand barrels, you're not getting it at 385. You're getting it at something else, a wholesale price, right? So retail price of gas right now is 385 per gallon. You can get 100 milliliters of water for a dollar, right? And how many milliliters is in a gallon? I I, uh, I think it's 2,200. Ugh. If you if you could excuse me, but it's a lot. There's a whole lot. A thousand milliliters is a very small bottle. There's probably like four of them, or five of them. So, if there was five in the gallon, that's five dollars a gallon. The retail price of water could reach five dollars a gallon, and right now we're paying three dollars and eighty-five cents for gas. So right now, as reality sits, water is more expensive than gas. Water is the most expensive thing possibly in the world and it's the basis of life it's the most important thing we can harvest that and we would have the most important thing in the world you know what i mean yeah. one of the things that i've been um and, and think about this we only use 20 billion dollars right i mean i'm sorry we only use 20 billion gallons right if so that's five percent of the island i think somewhere around there we would have to in order for us and that sounds very reasonable mm-hmm. right in order to sustain ourselves we would have to sustain 20 billion gallons of water that was that was the question that i had to ask and when i asked it i got came up with 365 billion gallons of water you know what i mean so five percent of the island would do that and if we could extend into 10 percent we would get 20 more billion right Mm -hmm. and this is me just thinking off the top of my head right now is that so then if we get this other 20 billion if we sold it at a dollar a gallon how much money is that? That's probably more than the government has ever received, right? And what do I, what do we, why don't we create a deal to become independent and then strike a rental deal with the military, right? And with that rent money, invest in water catchment and, and sustain ourselves uh, water-wise mm-hmm. and stop paying for water, Right? And stop paying the military for water, <laughs> because we're we're middlemen right now. We don't even own our own water, really. Right. We just we and we think that we're paying our water bill, 
and then it's going to the government of Guam through GWA. But, I mean, to me, that's not really what's happening. It's We're paying GWA, and then GWA is paying the military. So that doesn't even go really go back into our – what we think as a government utility is truly not, a, not helping the government. Mm-hmm. It's just a middleman to pay somebody else. So – We can we can definitely we can definitely strike a deal like that and and if we did think about think about all, a lot of the thirty three percent of military land is just jungle, okay. it's a safety zone, it's a preserve because of their footprint, it's it's all these things, but a lot of it's just empty land. If we did something with twenty percent, we would get. I mean, and these are all just conceptual numbers, but I, I swear, if I'm off, I'm just a little off. I'm not like crazy off. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, it was 19 billion gallons, you know what I mean, or something like that. Um, so if we converted 20% of our island, that's uh, uh, 80, 80 billion gallons, because with 5% is 20 billion, uh, 20, 40, 60, 80 billion gallons. If we sold it at a dollar per gallon, that's 80 billion dollars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So not only are would we we would become we would enter the water industry, right? And we would be uh, we would change the industry. We would lower the price worldwide because because we're going to sell it at a dollar, mm-hmm. and the rest of the world is selling it at what? You know what I mean? So um, that's and that's I have no I'm not a professional in the water industry I have no idea what I'm talking about but it's just it's just we would have a whole lot of water and we wouldn't know what to deal with it <laughs> and actually uh, and I do it's know a what great to, take man really yeah, yeah. outside the box amazing, like that. Yeah. so, so many other blown. possibilities as well like yeah and and you think that we have to do all of these things but I think we only have to do one thing first mm. yeah. Hey, I'm going to get going, guys. Yeah. Oh, All right. yeah go it's good to meet you, too. All right, Jess. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man, it was good talking to you guys. Yeah. I know. Hopefully, you guys catch up with uh, everything else that goes on here. Later. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, you know, I wanted to get a little more into detail about that. Yeah, for sure. Oh, um, we're, we're going to. Yeah, we can stick around. Nice. But, um, so I just wanted to, uh, all right, thanks, Nicole. So, yeah, so I just wanted to bring up that um, I live in Mingyula. And okay. uh, if you got the uh, the Pacific Daily News updates last night, okay. you'd know that um, the, there was a main line broken or something. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah. For, and that's for, one of the things that I've been thinking about. Yeah. So a couple hours right. last night. And it's so funny because you called yeah. me yesterday. And uh, we were talking about setting up the podcast. I already knew what we want to talk about, water sovereignty. Mm-hmm. And uh, my power is, my, my water is out for, for hours. That's so and funny. so I'm like, I mean, ah. it's, I mean, I'm sorry. That's not funny. That's extremely yeah. irritating. And, I, and, mm-hmm. I, and I've talked about it. And I thought about it, too, as well. And it's extremely frustrating. But it's just such a coincidence that I just know God's, like, looking down on us laughing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> so here, here we are going to say our our solutions, and and we 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 continue on with our real life problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's funny too because uh, like my uh, I don't know if I've spoken about this on the podcast, but um, so 
I come from uh, very unassuming roots as far as activism goes. Like my parents mm-hmm. are both uh, federal contractors. Um, oh, and nice. I, I've tried to talk to my mom uh, many times about uh-huh. uh, decolonization. Uh-huh. And uh, she, uh, I told her status quo wasn't an option, but yes. I'm pretty sure if it was, she would probably pick status quo. Yeah. Um, I'm slowly eroding away at that. But but it's funny. I know. Yeah, like I'm my, pretty my, sure if they get to listen a little bit more with these podcasts, yeah, um, exactly. Just that would would uh, start to convince them, especially too if we're going to do this for the the for the all of 2017. Yeah. So it, it's funny though because I come home, and the ladies are watching the Kardashians or something. The power is on. My favorite. Yeah. <laughs> the power is on and everything. But but we we don't have water. We don't have running water. Mm. So. Still had to resort to um, getting um, uh, water from uh, this this tank that we have. Um, you know, cool. had to had to drag that into the bathrooms and mm-hmm. and the kitchen at and least stuff. With toilets and and washing, yeah, that kind of thing. Hey, at least you have that. Some people, uh-huh. some people are just yeah, SOL. SOL yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, are, <laughs> are, in my head, I was thinking to myself, like. Um, like, are you sure you're okay with the status quo? Like, mm-hmm. you know. Looking at this situation that exactly, we're in. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. So I'm really glad th- that you're here today and that you, you called me yesterday, mm-hmm. man. So. Yeah. And, and really, man, um, I'm, I'm not a professional in this, uh, in this category. I mean, it, you know, I'm not, I've never taken on a position that, that has to deal with uh, water for Guam. And, but I am, I am an agriculturalist. And... Um, I, I believed that at the time that we needed to grow our own food, and I've been gearing my whole life to do so. And um, and, I, and I believe it's possible, actually. I, I have a business plan that, that's working out, and I'm just trying to um, make it happen because uh, I, I actually want to make it a nonprofit as well. If, if um, my current business that we got through, uh, uh, shout out to Gumet, um, we got a business grant uh, through a competition, and we um, we are now selling organic luxury skincare products. Really? Um, and um, health oh. products. Cham Glam. Cham Glam. Yes. Yes. Awesome. I, I didn't really want to put the put it no, out there, no, but please. you know, it's um, really important. I'm glad you brought that up because um, uh, we we need uh, people from different sectors, and especially business. Yes. People from the business community too. Yes. You know, let's let's talk. And obviously, you're here. You're a business person. You're an entrepreneur. Yes. Awesome. And and you know my um, th- my lady, um, Ursula. She's she's a professional. She she did get her degree. In, in this type of work, and she's been tinkering and and um, learning the process for years and years, and and um, this this is this is her new passion. So um, for me, and um, so yeah, I partnered up with her. I, I um, and I wanted to you know, and and seeing people's dreams come true um, is just something that I that I that I. Um, that I admire so much, and and being being able to partner up with Ursula and, and and helping this dream come true has been has been a lot of hard work and grueling work, um, uh, sweat and tears and all. You know what I mean? And um, because we didn't get through the business grant, we didn't get paid at all. So we just got supplies and and the startup and of of the business itself, and we have to pay ourselves. That's part of the grant, and um, it's it's been grueling. We're in we're we've been in it for a year now. Um, we finally released. Um, they're over at the Gumet shop in Naganya. Uh, I'm sorry, Haganya, uh, Tremor Village. Um, so check it out. Ask for the local price because it's only local pricing um, besides the retail price. 
Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to make that to, to make this organic farm um, or just a farming service so that the, the, the typical residential owner um, or business owner, uh, uh, landowner, um, wants to invest in growing their own food and um, let's do it. Let's grow food. I can, I can show you to the point where you just wait for your harvest. I'll be like a milkman or something like <laughs> that or a newspaper guy that comes every once in a while yeah. um, to check up on it. I'll automate it um, and we'll grow food. Um, and if we do, we, we can grow a whole lot of food. I wanted to get a little bit more into food too, but um, let's, get, let's get, we're getting off on a, uh, yeah. another mind-blowing tangent. Yeah. Um, but yes, so b- small business is good for Guam. Um, Gumet helps. If you should, you, you probably have a chance to register. I believe, I believe the first class might be tomorrow here at the small business SBDC um, at Yoji. Mm. Um, Nine o'clock, if you go to SBDC, try and find a class full of people because it's a Saturday. There's nobody here. And um, check it out. See if you're interested. We need small business. That's what makes independent Guam. Mm. So... Um, I'm I'm totally for that, totally for that. Um, so enough about some business, more about water. Yeah. Um, how can we do it, right? And things like that. And and about the water outage. That, I mean, that's the, what frustrates me so much is that this with with water catchment, we don't have to concentrate all of our water in these stations, right? Um, and then when our dilapidated pipe goes down, which many many more of them will. Um, the whole village or villages can't have water. It's just a outdated idea, too. And instead of reinvesting more money in an outdated idea, why don't we invest our money in smart new ideas, right? And, and truthfully, I think it's actually an ancient idea. Water catchment is an ancient idea to me. Yeah. Um, it's the most reasonable. It's simple. You don't have to go anywhere to get your water. Um, it's right there. And, and, and even more so, I, I think it'll save us money. I mean, I mean it's, it's, already, it's a fact that it'll save us money. There's, there's already evidence of that. But in, in terms of how expensive is it for GWA to, to filter and clean our water to, in order to, to, to be a municipality and, and, and uh, distribute it to everybody, right? Because if once you put all of that water together... All the contaminants come together, and, and then you have to decontaminate it. And you have to, you have to actually have put a lot of chemicals in the water. Mm-hmm. And then you have to filter out those chemicals, right? But here's the thing. If we caught our own water, if we were to say, if I said, hey, this system will cost you X amount of dollars, right? Um, you can actually pay it off in three to five years. Or you can get make it really cheap monthly and pay it off in 20 years, right? But you wouldn't be paying for water in three to five years anymore for the rest of your life. Wouldn't you say yes? I mean, how, why wouldn't you say yes, actually? Because um, what I'm getting to is if we had our own system at our own home and we would have to catch the water... And then how hard is it to filter out rainwater or make rainwater clean? It's actually really clean already, cleaner than what throwing it into a pool of a billion gallons and, and trying to decontaminate that. So it's, it's already clean. You just have to keep out the solids 
So put a cover on it, right? And then um, even more so, you can actually put a filtering system and a home filtering system. The best of the best could be a few thousand bucks. You know what I mean? The cheapest one that takes out solids, if you know that it's safe, cheapest one is like $20. You know what I'm saying? So um, would I buy the $20 one? What I'm, it depends on what I'm using it for. Um, I would probably use it for my outside water. Um, if I could really manipulate where I want that type of water to go, I'd probably use it for my toilet water. My toilet water and my outside water, um, I would be fine with that. And then um, I would put another filter, a better filter, and we drink alkaline water. So I would actually put an alkaline um, water filter. Um, and that, it's not actually a water filter, but it's also a, a, an alkaline creator. Um, a few thousand dollars. So I would have drinking water um, everywhere. I could drink my rainwater. I mean, I could drink my shower water yeah. if I wanted to. You know what I mean? And even more importantly, I, I hate to say it, but um, just when we're doing hot showers with unfiltered water and it's just coming out with the, with the chlorine um, that it does have, I think that's pretty dangerous. The vapors that we're breathing in is is, and and if you and and I don't know if this is exactly what's happening to us, but research that has uh, chlorine vapors or they're they're actually uh, chlorine bar byproducts um, when chlorine hits organic materials, meaning dirt and or um, wood or yeah. uh, different things, right? Um, when it's hitting those types of things, they end up creating a byproduct that uh, that's so bad for us. Uh, cancers and carcinogenic and, and things like that. So, um, so, you know, this system would be better. And it, it would be right in our homes. So if I ran out of water or if I, my, wa my filter went down or something like that, I would just go to my neighbor and grab water from him or her. And it wouldn't be the fact that he doesn't have water either because we would all have our own system. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so uh, I want to ask really quick. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're talking about having smaller home home units for mm -hmm. water catchment systems. And, and this is just an idea of mine. Yeah. It's not the idea. Mm -hmm. Well, it's an awesome idea. But um, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> credit where credit is due, right? But, um, you know, if we're talking about um, a larger... Um, like an independent Guahan mm -hmm. um, government, or not even, I don't want to say governmental, but um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just, you know, uh, so the administration of Guam, okay. of independent Guam, uh, we have a, a larger water catchment system, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And all, all those beautiful figures that you brought up. Um, mm -hmm. what's, what's stopping us now from doing those things? We're investing our money into a dilapidated system. Okay. And that, that system is something we've inherited from the United States, right? Definitely. And it's okay. actually a, the worst. And, and in my mind, it's the worst way to do it. Because mm -hmm. if you ever look at um, when they close off roads or an, a lane and things like that, they're fixing the American system, mm -hmm. right? And it's, they put pipes right by or, or under the road, which is dumb. They could have put it right by the road or like, you know, 100 feet or 10, 20, 50 feet off the road, mm -hmm. and we wouldn't have to dig up our road again because we constantly dig up our roads sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Over and over again. And, okay. I, and, I just had to make sure. I had to – so thank yeah. you. Yeah, and, and so so for me, where, where it all comes down to is, um, like Alaska, they get an oil refund, 
and this is just me listening to people, right? I don't know if that's really true. I hope it is. But so they get a, the, an oil refund for being a resident, and they're getting residential oil, uh, things like that. So we would be a resident getting um, a refund for our water, water, um, our water that the government cont- uh, packages and sells, right? I, I think I would like it that way because it would be a new way of 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 our government um using the water to the government's advantage which in in idealist i mean yeah idealistically that the government's advantage is the people's advantage mm-hmm. right so cuz it it wouldn't be if I say the government is controlling the water, then that's you think that it's the same, but it's totally different because again I'm saying that the government right now is a middleman, right? They don't own any water. Uh, I hate and I hope that that's and I feel that that's that's pretty accurate. Um, so now we would own our own water and say we're going to do this for the people, right? So let's harvest sixty billion gallons and and sell it for a dollar. Because who cares what it what that's worth? Let's sell it for a cent, and it'll still be multi millions, or possibly still billions. If we sold if we sold eighty, no, hold on, hold on, real quick, because I never thought about that until now. So <laughs> let's let's do this together. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Oh, I'm not connected. Can you talk to Siri? Can I talk to Siri? Oh yeah, sure. Here you let go. me see. Just just so that we make this a little bit more real too. Let me see. Um, how much is eighty billion times point zero one? Okay. It's eight hundred million. Okay, it's not a billion. It's eight hundred million, right? But they sell it right now for. Retail is five five dollars a gallon, right? So let's tr- let's try that. What is it at retail? Um, it's oh, give me a second. How much is eighty billion times five? That would be four hundred billion. Four hundred billion dollars. You know what I mean? So retail value is four hundred billion dollars, practically, and it's it's not it's not I'm not I'm not trying to be accurate right now, but um, it's 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 more accurate than not hmm. at retail value. Interesting. Yeah, so we could be a four hundred billion dollar industry or an eight hundred million dollar industry. I mean, it's a win win situation. Yeah, that's you know money I mean? that we don't have right that's now. That's money that we don't have. Yeah. So that's using twenty percent of the island for water, and this is the thing. I swear, it's getting even more mind blowing. Right, because I'm still just a student of this, and um, I'm just finding out more things every day. How? Who does anybody catch rain on open water? Hmm. Because we own how many miles as our what is it called? Uh, emergency exclusive zone? Exclusive? Econo- exclusive economic zone? Exclusive do economic we, zone? Do we have an exclusive economic zone right now? Yes, we do. We do? Yes, I I, I think um, when I learned of it, Governor Cowell was talking about it. Uh. Um, at the time here at one of his uh, uh, one of the lectures here, he was a guest speaker. So that's about like 200 miles out. Right? I think it's 200 miles okay. in every direction. Yeah. So whatever that is, that's, that's a whole lot of land. Um, if we caught 1% of that, that's, that's, that would be even more than this. Mm-hmm. It would be more than 80, 80 billion gallons, even just, 
even a few percent. And and does does it exist right now? I don't know. I don't know. But can we be the innovators to do that? Because if we didn't catch any water on land, if we never changed the land at all, but we found a way to catch open water rain and we 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 sustainably did it, I mean, it could be a trillion dollar thing. Yeah. It could be a trillion dollar thing. Man, you know when when you when you're bringing up things like that, um, like in my mind, I just envision this like super futuristic looking uh, like yeah. island. Yeah, because uh, then uh, I know you guys were talking about it, like Guam being the technological yeah, um, exactly. hub of. Like you the, can feel free to disagree once, with me, but no, 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 no. Yeah. And and for me, it's 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 not about me disagreeing. It's 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 the fact that water is 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 the answer. Yeah, water is the answer. Water is the basis of life. We get more of it than than a lot of the places in the world, and we can offset the drought. Or we can offset, and and many people can offset, and many people do, like Thailand and twenty seven million people. Mm. Um, they've offset a, a, a need. You know what I mean? Wow. We can offset our need, and instead of paying for it, we can actually make money off of it. Um, yeah. Our losses right now could be our gains. Oh yeah, right yeah. Oh yeah, because actually the the water that we do not catch on on land right now, um, and is not absorbed by all of Guam's plant life is a detriment to our ocean life. And already our ocean life is fighting for its life. Um, already our ocean is fighting for its life. Yeah. And um, the runoff that we get from rivers um, destroys eventually the reef because it's covering the sunlight. Mm. Um, and then fish die. So that's been happening a lot um, for a long time, especially with um, Guam's development. So sustainable development is important. And an independent Guam would be able to to look at all the um, nonprofits, the organizations that are opening up Save um, Pago Bay, yeah. right? Uh, and uh, Save Southern Guahan. Save Southern Guahan. Yeah. Um, you know, great work that all these people are doing, and and we're all doing it out of passion, purely almost because we're we're not getting paid, we just care, and um, you know, we're talking about sustaining um, Guam, or I'm sorry, developing Guam in a sustainable way. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 uh, there's nothing wrong with it. And there's, there's a lot wrong with the way that we develop Guam now. Right. Yeah. Um, environmentally, um, and also community wise. Um, yeah. So, and then the, a lot of things don't change, you know what I mean? With water, if you're in public housing, you know what I mean? Then you can stay in the public housing, but your water would be upgraded. Um, your, your system would be upgraded. Um, whether whether you're in the low end of the, of I mean, I'm sorry, but the uh, low income end um, of of uh, our society um, or our community, or the highest income end, um, you ju- we would just catch water and 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 go on life exactly the way it is. You know what yeah. I mean? So, um, and how ha- how can we do that? A lot of people question how can you just do it at your home. And I, I think that we need to, st- we, we as a team need to invest in, or actually just, just um, I'm sure somebody does it here on Guam already. And we just need to call them out, ask them to um, show us their system and how, how it works, and then, th- boom, there it is. Yeah. What, if they have any um, records, right? Because all you really need to do is look at your monthly statement um, from GWA. It'll tell you how many gallons you use that month. And if you take three months back, you can average it for the year. If you, if you have every month, you can know the real number that you used in 2016. Um, 
if you have just the one month, you know, you can just multiply it by 12 and it'll tell you what you use for the year. And then you would have to hold that amount. You would have to create a reservoir, that amount of water, right? So I use, um, let's say, I was supposed to bring a bill here, but <laughs> I, I, uh, but I, I kind of, um, it, it uh, skipped my mind. But um, I don't know, 20, 50, 100,000 gallons a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so that and I would have to create a hundred thousand gallon reservoir, but now that I'm because I'm just a student, do I really have to create a hundred thousand gallon reservoir? Because we do have our rainy season from like July, August to we're still in it, uh, kind of. It's still raining. Yeah. So I'd say it's been consistently raining for that that time frame. So. Mm-hmm. August to December or January. So that's six months, practically. Um, so we got six months of rain. Um, and then six months, we're, gonna, we're just coming into our dry season, which is the farming season. Um, yeah. So um, do I actually have to catch for 12, 12 months or do I have to catch for six months? Yeah. Because I will have um, water throughout the whole rainy season. And then once it stops raining... That catchment, I'll have to last me the dry season, so six months. So if I use a hundred thousand, I don't need hundred, or if I use a hundred thousand a year, I don't need a hundred thousand reservoir. I actually need fifty thousand, because yeah. then it'll carry me from February to July, mm-hmm. the fifty thousand, and then whatever I need daily, it'll start to accumulate over time. I'll be pushing it if I really did it that way, yeah. and then once the first day of rain, I'm gonna thank God. And just go about my business <laughs> again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it'll fill up. You can't, you know, if I use 100,000 a day, I'm only using a few hundred or whatnot mm. um, a day. If I use 100,000 a year, I'm usually you know, only using 100, yeah. a few hundred. Yeah. It, as an example, it's not an accurate example. Um, I was supposed to bring my bill, but <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just, while you were, while you were talking about that, I was imagining, um, this huge, uh, huge tank um, on my family's property because I'm fortunate enough to Ooh, live nice. on, a, on a family compound. Yes, uh, it's very similar to uh, the existing systems that we had in place before. Yeah, let's put a, know. let's find a, let's do a, and then this is how everything is possible right now. Let's let's mm-hmm. put it out on those websites where the crowdfunding and like crowdfund your water system to, as an example for independence, yeah. and then let's you know, test it out for 2017 and show everybody in 2018 or something like that. You guys are hearing it here. Um, (laughs) Well, you know what I mean? Probably try and set something together, but yeah, yeah, because there is the reality of independence now. Uh It's not a concept. Yeah. So, and, um, you know, bringing this all back, um, I've talked to our previous guests about, uh, what it means to be radical. Thanks to, uh, Mm -hmm. my friend, Mike, who was on the podcast a couple episodes ago, um, uh, about anarchism. And uh, he was talking about, you know, the word radical, which has uh, a negative connotation, especially here on Guam, when, uh, when it comes to, like, the history of activism. You know, um, radical is seen as something chaotic, something negative, and um, that's really not what it, what it means at all. Radical uh, just means uh, to get to the root, you know? So, um, and mm. so part of the first step of like decolonizing, yeah, so the, part, the first part of decolonizing um, ourselves as a as a political entity and to gain independence and to gain um, a more equitable uh, 
uh, political status through independence is uh, to decolonize our minds mm. and our minds and um, mm-hmm. and now uh, our our sustenance, so our water, decolonizing mm-hmm. ourselves through our water. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? And and it all goes back to um, ancient our our own lineage, our own ancient history, mm-hmm. and it's good. I, I had another mind blowing tangent um, with a business. Um, with a person that I, that I had a meeting with earlier this morning, and it was, it was mind-blowing, and uh, it had to happen. And, um, and it's funny, again, um, that it was right before this interview because I was just telling him, um, we, were, we, were, we were just, you know, it was, it, well, I wasn't telling him. We were, we were both talking about it evenly, right? And I was just like, you know, this, this notion that, um, that our people... Tra- thousands of years ago, traveled thousands of miles, followed the stars and sun and the moon, and um, found this island. And to say that they weren't agriculturalists is just beyond me, because because they brought a coconut on that boat, you know what I mean? Or they brought some banana, or they brought some taro, or they brought some lemai, you know what I mean? And they they found a way to. You know, and, and I'm sure once they discovered it, they constantly went back and forth to bring a lot of um, uh, plants back, right? And um, to say that they they spent all their day hand watering is just beyond me, because how can you say that the most ingenuitive, imaginative person or people in the world, and just say that they were prehistoric and they hand watered? their stuff or that it didn't exist because there was no um, watering system or, you know what I mean? They didn't have enough intelligence to do agriculture. They just gathered and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just, it's just how, what I see is that they perfectly engineered um, where are they going to put the taro? Where does it fit in nature, right? It fits there by the river or something like that. Let's dam something or put something there. On the bottom of the mountain, it's good that rice can grow there. You know what I mean? Um, our mangoes are here. Our lemai is here on, on each clan's land. You know what I mean? Um, everything, everything's, everything's put in a place in nature, engineered. They were master planners. You know what I mean? They were master planners. They were the most innovative people, and we can be that too. We just have to decolonize our minds. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Man, I know you wanted to get into uh, like food sovereignty too. Yeah, but um, you know I what? Know. Um, I'm gonna get you on here on another podcast on on another episode. Sure, if you're down. Sure. So. You know what? I, and, and this whole um, thing is um, looking at it in this type of um, mindset. What I did with water is uh, is a whole new thing for me. So I was I wanted to take it over to food, and I'm, I'm in, the, in the middle of that. So actually, it's perfect that we're we're gonna talk again. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome man, PJ St. Nicholas. Thank you so much. Um, you have anything going on? Um, any shout outs? Any um, any upcoming events? Um, if people want to know more about uh, like water catchment and you know, okay, you know, um, is there something we could? Set yes, up or? definitely. Actually, um, I I don't have you know. We're all just doing this our research and and our efforts, um, with our daily lives. You know what I mean? I don't have the money for a water catchment system. I can barely uh. I, I don't even have a system <laughs> of any kind for, for my plants at home. They're, like, withering and dying on the side. And, um, but I do have, I just was able to set up our nursery system at my new place um, over at Island Grow Power in Dededo. Mm. I'm their environmental na- manager now. Wow. 
So um, we're trying to invigorate the community to grow food. Um, if, if you would like to learn how to grow food, feel free to come by. I'm usually there uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays um, all day um, or practically. Um, so come and check me out. See if you're interested in buying our one of our plots. It's only $10 a year. So, um, and you get to learn how to grow food. Um, I'm just starting. So I just got our nursery system up. I got our composting station down. Um, I'm bringing in native plants for, for our nature trail that's um, right next to the compound. Um, amazing people that are working there. I love you all. Um, even though I, I, I know I'm the new guy still. But uh, it's, it's been fun. It's been real. And it's, it's definitely a nonprofit's work. Mm. Um, but I'm hopeful that Cham Glam is gonna gonna really take off, and we really want to, really what we're trying to do is just um, take us off um, products that are, that are filled with chemicals, and um, that do bad things to us, um, health wise, um, and put us on better products that are that are organic and fair trade. Um, and that, and hopefully soon, I'll, I'll be able to purchase some land and, and make all of our uh, our products or our ingredients here on Guam. Wow! And it'll be like a completely. I'm, I'm hopeful. There's some things that are iffy about it can grow if it can grow here, but a lot of our main components can definitely grow here, um, and I'm and I'm excited to do that as well. That will be my uh, my next step in my work. Beautiful man. Thank you, PD Cineglist. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you very much uh, to you as well. Hey. Uh, though before before we uh, cut off, I I, I do appreciate the um, the the ear and and the the whole all the work that you've been doing. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's been a huge inspiration. I, I never um, I never really considered doing this podcast, but um, for the past week I've been listening to all the podcasts. Yeah, I I've, I've finished. I went through all of them um, practically in the past few days, mm-hmm. and just completely inspired everybody that talked. I, I some of them I didn't even know. And uh, you know, yeah. th- I was skeptical. Yeah. You know what I mean in the beginning, but uh, but the conversations were awesome, and um, uh, and it's just been beautiful, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the last one with uh, um, Shannon that? crying in the end. Oh gosh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a beautiful. Uh, is is it's great to. Um, I thought it was really amazing to really capture somebody's raw feelings like that, and and you know we we always try to keep our composure when mm-hmm. we're when we're doing these things, and it's such a such a passion of ours and uh yeah and uh i know i'm lining myself up to cry now what the hell <laughs> dude <laughs> you know what you know what i, I appreciate uh, about you and you know um speaking with you today is that um you're you're you are so passionate like uh uh, about water and what you're doing and mm-hmm. you know like i was telling shannon like uh you know cause like colonization and touch it touches um every one of us at a very deep level and that's mm-hmm. why this work is so passionate for all of us in different ways mm-hmm. and so it's just beautiful seeing that through you as well so thank you so much and you know what i you i almost forgot to say the most important thing mm-hmm. and you just reminded me if i could just uh steal you guys is here for for a few more seconds um the, the, what I see for Guam is is actually a huge and 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 Melvin was talking about it earlier um, and and it's what I agree with is that we can create our own Oceana mm. and how how we can do that is if we collect this water we can actually help a lot of our um, brothers and sisters that that have suffered droughts this past year and might suffer it again next year or this this year and um, or not this year but when, when when we do get up and running you know this is a twenty or thirty year um, uh, not struggle, but effort 
a 20 to 30 year effort to get out of a dilapidated system and enter a new innovative system that's that will be completely tomorrow you know what i mean um and and also the, our our settlers that that uh, um have been our, our friends and family um that have been totally supportive and and support independence um all of us together can can create a, a an oceanic nation because if we supply people with the basis of water our political relationships start to ease up and starts to really open arms and if we can create a, a position where where everyone's arms are open to us and we have an idea to to create a blue continent the biggest continent in the world why not do it through water you know what i mean um and it's and it's definitely possible anything can happen to us but everything that we can imagine can happen for, for us. us yeah yeah beautiful man yeah Thanks, man. Yeah, and um, I can we can run numbers together anytime you like. Um, anybody, um, and I'm actually looking for a team maybe that that can run numbers like these. Um, or we are looking. The independent task force is looking yeah. for a team that can start investigating numbers like this. And um, and so, like and what some I've been, sort of environmental uh, committee or something. Or? Yeah, yeah, and and what I've been doing is um, I, I can. I can imagine, or I've been, I'm working on um, meat sustainability mm-hmm. right now, and it's definitely possible when I when I when I put some numbers together. Yeah. The national and put this together, the national average of uh, meat consumption times, uh, well, a cow, a bit generally known as a cow, is a steer um, at 700 pounds. So one cow can feed 10 people. So how many cows do we need to feed 160,000 people? Right? Yeah. So things like that. And we're going to talk about that next time. Um, I'll have more information. <laughs> awesome, yeah. Man. We'll have our own food, our own water, our own power, our own technology hub. Oh, yeah. Um, our worldwide port, our world-renowned port that has not just one Navy um, protecting Guam, but every single peacekeeping navy in the world protecting our blue continent. Awesome, man. PJ Sinaglis, thank you. Thank you. Fenatsu is created by the Media Committee of Independent Guahan. Independent Guahan's mission is to empower the Chamorro people to reclaim their sovereignty as a nation. Inspired by the strength of their ancestors and with the love for future generations, they seek to educate and unify all who call Guam home in order to build a sustainable and prosperous independent future. Feedback and questions can be sent to independentguahan at gmail.com, all one word. For more information, head to www.independentguahan.com or look for us on Facebook and Instagram. Ihinengainga Independent Guahan, Araba Yenafanataknya Yemantamoro, Pawatituli Tati Diretota Komo Unashon, Gihilutano, Gini Minekut Niha Yemanyanata, Tani Guinezata Nuifamago Umtamotna, Inakekefan Manungo, Tan Nakekefanetun Todu Itato Siha, Nimanyasagagi Ininatano, Pawatanat Letfetna Ida Guahan, Ni Todu Ininasenata, Kosiki Senior Tafan Latla Maulik Motna, Fanatsu, Hita Latmun.